All right, so we're going to talk about movies we've seen up to this point. It's like our midterm, as I call it, uh, review of well, 2017 movies. Yeah, and then just what we're we're into. So, uh, what did we see first this year? Who? I don't. I can't remember what came out. I first. waited a good couple months to see anything in theaters. At least <laughs> uh, first one I saw time. in theaters was Lego Batman. Yeah, oh, that's too. right. You did. <laughs> too. Yeah, you did. Me yeah, too. I remember yeah. you guys doing that. Actually, it just came out. I, I haven't seen it since, and I rewatched it on Blu-ray actually last night. It's pretty fun. It's, yeah. it's enjoyable. It's not a, a dark Batman movie, uh, but it's just fun, you know, for kids, for everybody. Yeah. If you know anything about the franchise of mm-hmm. the movies, the comics, you'll you'll find something. And then all the it. other movies they throw in with the villains, and um, but mm-hmm. I love that they have so many different villains and characters from DC, and it's just it's a blast. It's a lot of fun. Yeah, Will wow. Arnett is a great Batman voice. I, you know, we rented it, and I still didn't get to see it. My kids really? got to. Yeah, I don't know what happened. I think I was at work. You gotta tell me these things. Yeah, I know. I'm sorry, man. <laughs> I know. I still haven't seen the movie you gave me because I was busy. I'm like, oh, everything stuff just keeps. Oh, happening. inside Lemon Davis. Yeah. Everything keeps happening. Good one. <laughs> Why? Uh, <laughs> last after that, Logan. Oh which yeah, which I yes. think you haven't seen. Yet I either. have seen. You actually, have. Okay. Yes. And it was and? fantastic. Yes. I think that's wow. one of my favorite so far of 2017. Oh, man. Now, that's one I almost cried at, by the way. I think I might have. Yeah. I think I did. When did she, you? When she says daddy. Dude, that part. Yeah, was, oh, that, that was close. Ouch. That was close. Yeah. I mean, oh. once again, it's not like, when I say cry, it's like a tear or so. And yeah. I've got to pull back more, but it's like, it's still. It's a very manly cry, actually, at that movie, I think. <laughs> I just watched I watched a movie today and it had a preview on for Logan. And I was just like, oh my gosh, I love that movie. It's so good. And it has that awesome in the preview, the uh, Johnny Cash song. It's oh, a cover dude. of Nine Inch Nails. Dude, I love hurts. that song. Oh, it oh. fits that movie perfectly. It's so does. Perfect. And I hated that song when it came out first, but it works for this movie. It does. No, it, it has that. Song. It's got that mm-hmm. western feel. That's what yeah. it is. Yeah. It's yeah. a cool western feel too. And the old man who's. And dying, like yeah, <laughs> you know? it almost has that samurai western feel. Yeah, yeah, yeah I love did, it. Did you watch the black and white version? The not noir? yet. No, your not dad yet. was gonna loan it to me. It's pretty. It's pretty good. Is it really in black and white? Yeah, yeah. Huh. I need to check it out. Yeah, that's like definitely it, the the tone just fits perfectly with it. So I think it's it's worth watching again in that. I love black and white. I don't care. You know? Yeah, I don't need color. <laughs> See what else do we got? Uh, we saw Kong. We never really discussed that because no, you saw we it way before we did. Yeah. 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 It was fun. I like that universe that they're building. It was some of the characters were kind of forgettable. Mm-hmm. Some were just fodder doing dumb things. Like uh, we were talking about that uh, Shea guy, Wiggum. Shea Wiggum. Yeah. yeah, Shea. Uh, yeah. He, his character is kind of pointless, but it was fun to see him. It was fun to see Samuel L. Jackson, John Goodman, mm. Brie Larson. Uh, I want to say Tom Holland, but it's the Hiddleston. other Tom. Hiddleston. Which yeah. honestly, he was, his character wasn't. That was kind of forgettable. It wasn't yeah. like a lot of depth to it, but yeah. uh, but I liked her. Yeah, but she was good. She's yeah. always good. And uh, what's his name? Thomas Mann. Have you ever seen? Um, this was from two years ago. Uh, Me and Earl and the Dying Girl. Did you ever oh, see that? No. So he's huh. the lead in that, uh, and that is a phenomenal movie. I loved it. I might have cried at that one too. Uh, oh, wow. And it's uh, it's it's really funny, um, and it's got. Nick Offerman's in a small part. Um, John Bernthal wow. is in it as a small part. Uh, but the leads are, I mean, so this is the 
I'm showing them right now. Picture of Thomas Mann. Oh, okay. so he was in an episode yep. of Fargo this yep, yep. year. He mm-hmm. was the uh, her stepdad as a young guy in L.A. Uh, in that, and so uh, yeah, it's just it's a great movie, a little indie film, funny and also a lot of depth. Huh. So check it out sometime. Me yeah, and Earl and the Dying Girl. Sounds good. So good. Hugh mm-hmm. Jackman cameos, just his voice. Oh. Yeah, the girl <laughs> has a picture of Wolverine on her wall. Oh, at one cool point, it's uh, as this guy's feeling guilty, he looks up at the picture and Hugh Jackman's talking to him through. No, you don't see the picture move, but you hear the voice. Oh, cool. It's his Australian, <laughs> it's a, you know, his actual voice, the Australian accent and all. So. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. Uh-huh. Cool. It's good stuff. Fantastic. Um, and of the movies of uh, at the beginning of the year that I kind of missed, I went back and I just recently saw Get Out. Which I don't that? know if you you said you I guys haven't, haven't seen it. I'm no, gonna, no. It comes out on Redbox on Tuesday, okay. and my wife's still out of town, and she has no desire to see that. So I will I will watch that probably Tuesday or Wednesday. Really good surprise. Really, um, it's it's directed and written by Jordan Peele from Key and Peele. Does a lot of sketch comedy. They did Keanu uh, the year before, huh. I believe. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's not a comedy. It is like a messed up like horror, but it's like a social psychological. I mean, psychological. from the from the preview, it feels almost Hitchcock. Just the way they're kind of quiet, and they're mm-hmm. but there's this something's not right about this town. You it's know? still pretty modern though, it which is. I like. They cool. don't like shove like you know really up to date stuff, so it won't be dated. Mm-hmm. But it's definitely like it doesn't feel old, but it's a continuing like you know problem. Like mm. this town has been doing sketchy things for generations. Yeah, it's not like Trolls too. No, which I actually just watched that one, sadly, because I told someone about it. I had to rewatch how bad that is. It's so bad. I love it. Yeah, it's not Nilbog. Oh, it's not Nilbog, which is which is Goblin back. Why why didn't they name it Goblin? I can't figure that. Yeah. Anyways, there's goblins in the movie. There is. Yeah. But yeah, Get Out is is really worth the watch. Um, Nice. I just hmm. watched one recently. Uh, When I first saw the preview, I thought it was stupid, and I've heard a lot of good things, and that was Split. You seen oh that? yeah. No, but I've I want to give it a chance. I need I, I had my chance to see it and I, I should have. So I didn't get uh, it. you know I mean I thought it looked terrible when it first came out and, and everyone tells me it has a fantastic ending. Though. Well, it does, and it's tied into another Shyamalan movie, uh, which, which I think we talked about before. Yeah, we did. I had that yeah, I think uh, we spoiled did. for me. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, and I had it too. And honestly, I probably wouldn't have watched it unless that was spoiled for me. But watching it, it would have been so much better if it wasn't spoiled for me. No. But. Uh, uh, it's only very, very end of the movie. Uh, it's re- related to, spoiler, uh, Unbreakable. And they're going to make a sequel called Glass with Samuel Jackson and Bruce Willis. Um, and the movie was really good, man. It surprised That's me. That's awesome. Uh, James McAvoy's great in it, but the story's cool. Um, I've got a theory about the next movie that I can't talk about with you guys right now. <laughs> okay. So, uh, so we watch it, maybe? Yeah, no, it's okay. it's fun. It's a, it's a fun little movie. Are, it's, it's, it feels like old school Shyamalan when he was... When he was at his peak. Yeah. Are we entering the age of bait movies, though? I mean, because, like, you hear this, and then you really want to see it, and then it's kind of like that, you know, that Venom at the end movie. I'm a, what, what was the name of that movie? Oh, Life. Life. Yeah. You know? <laughs> yeah. You know? I'm, kind of I'm still burned about that. I don't think I want to see that. Yeah. That, yeah, that's another one that comes out <laughs> on Tuesday on Redbox that I'll probably watch before my wife gets home to see what I think about it. See if it's good. Yeah. Because it's written by the guys who wrote Deadpool. Yeah. Really? Yeah. yeah. I didn't know that. And, so uh, you have to wonder. Yeah. And, yeah. So, I don't know. We'll see. All right. Hmm. What else did we see this year? Let's see. Uh, Guardians 2. Guardians. Of course. Which was yeah. amazing. 
Wonder Woman. Wonder Woman. Was are we missing something? Oh, Covenant. We saw Covenant. Alien, Alien Covenant. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, we're just blasting through these. I did just watch uh, the Mummy. Oh so, yeah, yeah, yeah. How'd you uh, like it? You're not gonna like it. Oh, man. <laughs> they, they don't have that twist. No, they don't ben have Helsing. that twist. Oh, but, man. but they have. Um, you know when they released this picture for the Dark Universe, and they had, which apparently was photoshopped, but it was like, it had all the you know the main actors of had Cruz, uh, Russell Crowe. Um, Johnny Depp, Johnny Depp, Javier Bardem, and then this girl Sofia Botello, who's the, who's the mummy, and you're kind of like, okay, so these all everyone's supposed to be playing a monster except Tom Cruise, and so you're mm-hmm. like, Who why is, is Tom Cruise in this? And so uh, they didn't do the Van Helsing twist, but they do something with it, uh, not traditional, but it's one of these things that if this, I mean, even though it's a flop in America and critics hated it, it's making a killing overseas. I mean, in yeah. the second week, well, this will be the second weekend, and it's already doubled its, its budget. Because so it's not it's banned hit. in Lebanon, so it's got that energy. Right, yeah. <laughs> and so uh, they're going to make another one at least. Uh, okay. I guess Bride of Frankenstein is supposed to be in two years with... with Whoa, um, that would be interesting. ...with uh, Javier Bardem. But it's like... Um, uh, yeah, I think Cruz will be... He could be kind of this, like, tie-in for the uh, to the other movies. I mean, I guess apparently the rumor was that it's some kind of organization... Kind of, very similar to Kong and Godzilla, where there's like a... Organi- like a organization that ties it all together mm-hmm. uh you okay. know the one that cannot watanabe kind of like and, hellboy maybe yeah yeah and uh and so russell crowe is like the center of that so there the rumor is he'll be in a bunch of these um and yeah so Cruz will be around again and so my thought is if you've seen the trailer i guess whatever your feelings are of the trailer is how you'll feel about the movie right? okay i thought the trailer looked I thought it looked fun. fun. Yeah, see, that's the what I thought. first five times I saw it. Right. Yeah. <laughs> and then uh, you just see it over and over. Yeah, so there's no depth <laughs> to the movie. There's several plot holes, but it's just, it's it's fun. Like, okay. it's it's uh, stupid fun. And I was a little disappointed with, I love, I love Russell Crowe. And I know he's people, he's gone downhill for some people and they don't like him as much, but I still love him. But I feel like he does transform to, so he's Dr. Jekyll, Mr. Hyde. He does transform to Mr. Hyde. And, um, I put this on the directors, not on him. I mean, acting-wise, he did a good job differentiating between the two. Mm. But I feel like they should have transformed him physically more mm. than what they did. Hunchback you know, like, and Yeah, because, hair. like, yeah, you've yeah. seen things of Mr. Hyde before, and he's always, like, yeah, it's, he's almost bigger. Like, yeah, something hunchback or just more, more like a monster. More menacing. And it, and it wasn't really like that. And so That's a uh, bummer. Yeah, it was kind of a bummer. But. I, I kind of wish they did it more in periods because I think – uh, when you have these modern movies, you lose something. Because I, I would like to have seen it where if it, if it was in the 30s. You well, know? Yeah, the you know what I mean? one, yeah. Yeah, because that, that's what made that... I think that's the missing element. Because mm-hmm. it, it, it adds a little bit more of, um, I don't know, nostalgia. Right, and and yeah. then Frankenstein, I mean, that, to me, Frankenstein today's age, yeah. not as scary as it would have been you right. know, in the early uh, turn of the century. 1800s or yeah. 900s. So 1900s. this organization collects like all these artifacts and stuff like that of different oh. monsters over the you know the centuries. And at one point, it's actually when he's Mr. Hyde and he's chasing Tom Cruise around. There's like a bunch of books. They knock over a book and, and they clearly show the book as it falls over and they stay on it just for like a second and a half. And then it pans away and it's the book from uh, the Brendan Fraser mummy movies. Oh, it is? Really? Yeah. It's the, the Book of the Dead? Yeah, the one where the where she has to open it with that like key. Like, oh, that one. Yeah. Oh, yeah, okay, yeah. okay. So it's that one, and uh, 
So it's kind of like unofficially related to the Brendan Fraser ones, but I don't, oh, I I don't think it actually Why don't is. They just accept it then, right? Like, I mean, they might embrace it. They yeah. might eventually, but at this point, they haven't. So, uh, but that was kind of fun little Easter egg right there. That's cool. But I'm still not looking forward to that. <laughs> yeah, I, I, that's what one of my thoughts was. And I even texted James. I was like, "Yeah, Robert's not gonna lie." Yeah, I saw that. <laughs> yeah, he did. There's text too that. many plot holes. He did. Like, there's too many like. But how cool would it be if you had the big, uh, the the Black Lagoon, and it's in the '50s? You know what yeah. I mean? If each yeah. one was in a different era and it didn't yeah. have to be related, you know? Well, I think it's gonna, cool. it, it could be interesting keeping it modern day, like, you know, yeah. making a modern twist on it. So, Maybe. I don't know. We'll see. 50-foot uh, woman, you know? Yeah, I hope I hope they <laughs> I, ho- I hope they learn from their mistake because apparently, I don't know if you read, but this a couple days ago, maybe yesterday, it came out that, that Tom Cruise, like, took complete control over the movie and changed the course of how it was going. Oh. And so some really? people are saying... Well, it's Tom Cruise's fault that it's not very good and that it's flopped in America. But then other people are saying, well, it's Tom Tom Cruise helped it to be a hit overseas because it was worse and that and he took over, you know. Mm. And the director, Alex Kurtzman, only directed one other movie, but him and another guy were big uh, screenwriters. And so this is his first big movie. Oh. And apparently he was in over his head and Tom Cruise knew what he wanted and and kind of took control, and so... I mean, he is a um, veteran actor, yeah, he's so... he's a veteran yeah, actor, he, and it's he like... Knows stuff. He knows. Honestly, he I might think well he just probably correct. helped it. I think it was getting out of control and getting kind of messy. And so, oh. I mean, just look at the way they handled Russell Crowe. So it's like, I think they haven't picked the director yet. All they have is Javier Bardem and, the, and the, uh, I think a release date for Bride of Frankenstein. So I think, like, they should learn from their mistake and hopefully make it better. You know, try harder and not just do a popcorn film. Let's pull Tim Burton into it. He does. He that does creepy. Be a good idea. Because he does creepy. Although I was about to say this, I Uh-oh. caught myself. He would be a good. I was going to say he's going to be. It would be a good director for uh, uh, the Invisible Man. Yeah. But then I realized Johnny Depp. Johnny Depp. Yeah. No. I they, don't want them to do another together, movie. Together. They work together very well, though. They do. I just. Have, I don't know if I've liked him yeah, yeah, in a couple years. I like to see him with uh, someone different. What's yeah, the last, exactly. last good one he did? I like Big Eyes. Big I Eyes was it. good. I yeah. see that one. Yeah. You would like that one. Okay. And then uh, Pettigrew, that came out last year, but it, it got pretty good reviews. It yeah. was more of a kid's yeah. movie. I see, see, I haven't even been interested in him in a while. I used to love him, but... Uh, he didn't do uh, that that uh, one called Fur. Did you see that? Fur? Yeah, it's uh, Nicole Kidman. No. and uh, Do you know what I'm talking about? I do. <laughs> Isn't yeah. that called Fur? I think so. That movie uh, was uh, yeah. bad. It was very bad. <laughs> It has a uh, uh, Robert Downey Jr. in it. Yeah, before and he was big again. Before he was. <laughs> she shaves him. They I go to the beach. It. Oh, you didn't see I this? Didn't see it. No, oh, I, know I thought you guys did. No. Oh man, I won't give it away. You gotta, you gotta no, see it. I'm not gonna watch it. So you can go ahead. I, I, I think I got enough info with she shaves him. Well, he, he's a, he's this, he's a circus act. He's like this woolly man. He looks oh. like a, he looks like a yeti, and she wants to know what he looks like under. She's been like a whole day shaving him. They go to the beach. Mm-hmm. And at the end of the day, he's like, okay, see, I'm going to drown myself. And he kills himself. <laughs> what? I'm not kidding. He doesn't oh come back. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> yeah. Well, Sounds horrible. The hair has to grow back. You know how awful yeah. that would be? Yeah. Give one good day. One With good Nicole Kidman. <laughs> 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 at least that's my theory. Oh, jeez. <laughs> oh, and he knew he didn't want to go back because the hair all over, you know, the apartment from the bath. Nobody wants oh, to clean that. Weird. Is that him? Oh. Yeah, it's him wearing like a mask or something. That is weird. <laughs> what is this? Yeah, that's fur. Is that fur? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Gosh, I don't even remember him looking. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So, yeah, 
So anyways, okay. um, <laughs> yeah, 2017. Um, or maybe crazy, crazy. Okay, yeah. Um, what else have we seen? Um, I can't think of anything. Oh, we saw Wonder Woman. Duh. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that was great. We already saw that. Um, Baby Driver, I'm actually getting like really excited for. Oh, you are? Because the reviews okay. are still stellar. Oh, right. good. Um, one that I know it was last year, but it just came out on Blu-ray, uh, The Red Turtle, which is a Studio okay. Ghibli. Yeah. Hmm. Um, it's not like the, their standard anime kind mm. of uh, animation but it's really good it's kind of a simple story a uh, man washes up on the shore of a deserted island uh, he keeps building rafts and this big red turtle keeps destroying them <laughs> uh, so he gets frustrated and he kind of knocks out the, the turtle like we think he killed it but then it turns into a woman oh. like it's very Ghibli-esque Oh, weird. Yes. Huh. It's, it's very interesting. I <clears throat> thought it was a pleasant surprise, hmm. but definitely did not. I saw, like, one trailer for it before, and I was like, that looks pretty cool. Oh, so man. I just took a chance on it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Huh. I'll have to check that one out. It, we're, what's it? Is it on Netflix, or is it on... Uh, I got it. a Blu-ray, actually. It was Blu-ray. Uh, oh, okay. fairly cheap, actually. Oh, not bad. So I was like, yeah. Nice. Um, I just watched, I just telling the guys right before we started, A Monster Calls with uh, Felicity Jones... Uh, from Rogue One fame and it came out the same month as Rogue One but it was like an independent film and it got swallowed up in award season movies even though I think it should have been an award season movie mm-hmm. and it was it was phenomenal it was I put it up there with uh, Rogue One and Arrival probably my third best movie of 2016 uh, nice and it was wow it was really good and I cried like a freaking baby so mm-hmm. uh, there's nothing uh, Scorny Weaver and who else um, Tony, Liam Neeson yeah you know, Liam Neeson's the voice of the monster Tony Kebble or Cabal, who's his name, who does a lot of um, CGI work. Mm-hmm. Uh, wow. But he doesn't see, he's not CGI in this, but yeah. That was solid. Check it out. Cool. Oh, I watched, uh, I've been watching a ton of movies recently. I watched Moonlight, which was the best picture winner last year. Have you guys seen that? Oh, no, okay. yeah. How yeah. is it? See, I, I was kind of disappointed. Like, I think, I, I felt like. It was the subject matter that everyone loved, and it was artistic. But it was—I didn't think it was, it was a, the story was put together very well. Mm. It wasn't best picture, I would say that. No, it definitely yeah. wasn't best picture. But it was well—I thought it was well done, at least. Yeah, I mean, it was like well acted, well directed, but it's just kind of—I I think they could have done more because it's such a powerful subject matter. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I mean, I'll just say I just watched the Monster Calls a couple of days after, and. The heavier subject matter that uh, they're both heavy subject matters, uh, just in a little bit different aspect. Both at least at the beginning of Moonlight, focusing on a young child, mm-hmm. and I felt like Monster Calls hit it, while Moonlight was just kind of like could have gone a little bit harder. So, huh? That was my favorite part of the movie, though, was the childhood. Oh yeah, definitely. Parts, definitely. That was definitely like the the rough spot. Yeah. And uh, Mahershala Ali, man. I wish he was in it more. Yeah. Really. I don't. Yeah, I I I was kind of surprised because I know he's a good actor, but I felt like uh, he should have been. I don't know. I, I don't I don't know why he swept all these different awards uh, when For it was such a, a small role. Yeah, it's a small role. Yeah. Um, but he has a lot of depth, and he's he's a fine actor. And yeah, I'd say the kid and the adolescent age was really good too. Yeah. Uh, the adult was kind of like they were just kind of tying it. They were just wrapping it. Wrapping up. it up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Probably did just. Kind of, it was a little sloppy, but 
I think yeah. it's still worth seeing at least, and yeah. it's it was it wouldn't hit my my top three of the year uh, for twenty sixteen, but I don't know that between that and La La Land, the whole thing mm-hmm. about Best Picture that was nuts. I don't know if I could choose though. I kind of like them both a little equally. Really, I like, I like La La Land more. Mm-hmm. Um, I think La La Land. I think it's a bit overrated. Yeah. Uh, but it's enjoyable. I love the way it's filmed. I love how it feels like a like you're watching a stage play. Mm-hmm. Especially with the lighting where the lights will go down and you can still barely see people like on the screen with the main actor, but it's like that they're not the focus. And Emma Stone's great. Ryan Gosling's great. Yeah. Um even though it's funny, Ryan Gosling's nominated for La La Land. I have no problem with that. But in 2016, I thought his better performance was Nice Guys. Yeah, me too. Oh, yeah, yeah, that was good. That was, was so funny. Because uh, they have that, there's one scene where he was mm-hmm. uh, playing in a band at that, like, mm. beach house. Oh, yeah, yeah. I kept yeah. thinking of the beach house from the Nice Guys. Yeah, that was funny. <laughs> poor beach house. Yes. Oh, yeah, yeah. It wasn't that nice. It wasn't as porny. No, it wasn't that no. porny. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, I love his Three Stooges act. Uh, yeah, it's very Abu Costello almost, actually. Yeah, I think that's yeah, yeah. 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 not Three Stooges when yeah. he sees the It's still body. funny. Oh, my oh, gosh. Man. Yeah. But, yeah, um, no, I thought it was... I remember I had watched that live, the uh, La La Land, Moonlight fiasco, and I just I couldn't believe it. Because not only was it like they got the wrong movie, but it was the movie... I mean, everyone expected La La Land, mm-hmm, you know? So mm-hmm. not only was it... I mean, it's embarrassing enough they picked the wrong movie, but then it was like the wrong movie and it huge upset yeah uh it was that was nuts now of the other uh nominees i don't remember if we talked about this if we had kind of an emmy episode or not Mm-mm. but did you see any of the other movies um I'm, I'm working my way through i haven't watched them all yet i think there's three left i haven't seen so i saw hacksaw ridge which people liked it yeah, yeah. um andrew garfield's great uh, directing's great it's just a solid movie um Hell or High Water was a huge surprise. I love that movie. Yeah. So See, good. I haven't seen you that one. Seen no, I, I, I would say, that... was that nominated for Best Picture? Because I, I would have chosen that one. Yeah, yeah, it was nominated for Best Picture. Um, and Jeff Bridges was nominated for Supporting Actor. Yeah. Um, Manchester by the Sea, have you seen that? I haven't. That's on, I'm going to watch that in the next couple of days. So That's one of those that will emotionally drain you. Yeah. Like, it's really? It's just so sad. Oh, yeah. man. Yeah. I'm already sad as it is. <laughs> <laughs> But you have to, like, prepare yourself, kind of. It's one of those movies. Yeah. You're like, I have to get in the mindset. If I'm having a bad day, I cannot watch this because it will oh. destroy me. You yeah. got to make sure the windows are open so let the sunshine in. Yeah. 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 No, I think gotcha. of, the, of the nominated films, Arrival was my favorite. I did, I, I did get a That's best a great picture film, nominated. man. Yeah. Uh, I thought Amy Adams was ripped off by not being nominated. For no. She should have been. Oh, she was excellent. <sighs> that was her best role, I think, ever. Oh, mm-hmm. Yeah, so absolutely. That, well, I mean, Prince, that princess movie is pretty funny with her. Enchanted. Enchanted. Oh. Yeah, that, that one. That was pretty good. <laughs> it, it, you know what? She's there's great a, in that. She is. There's a good comedy right. element there. But no, Arrival. Yeah. <laughs> uh, okay. <laughs> yeah. I finished both of them without falling asleep. I'll say that. <laughs> I do want to see another one on my list, and I almost rented it today, was uh, Nocturnal Animals, which she's in. And it, it was only nominated for a supporting huh. actor for Michael Shannon. But uh, have you seen previews for that? You know what I'm talking about? I've seen it, yeah. Oh, you've seen the movie? Yeah. What do uh, you think? It's great except for um, the title sequence at the beginning of the movie. Huh. makes no sense. It's kind of gross uh, and has nothing to do with the rest <laughs> of the movie. 
but the the okay. whole rest of it is like a thriller and uh her character is reading the story that her ex has uh, sent her and it's like it's really gripping you don't know what's going to happen for a second i thought we were talking about fargo <laughs> i'm just uh, kidding <laughs> so, uh, do you think michael shannon was worthy of a supporting actor nomination oh in that i would say so um, okay. That's what him got. He was nominated for that, yeah. and, and he he was in like four other movies last year. I right. have a hard time keeping them straight. But yeah, <laughs> no, he was good in that one. Okay. He was the the uh, sheriff tasked with uh, finding out what happened to this guy's family, Jake Gyllenhaal's family. Mm. But it's in the story that she's reading. Mm. So I think that's what sometimes like sometimes when an actor gets two amazing performances, it it hurts them. Yeah. Um, and so. I remember when I see, saw the preview for that, I'm like, oh, Amy Adams might get a nomination for that. Then Arrival came out. I'm like, no, Amy Adams going to get nominated for that. Mm-hmm. Then she get, didn't get nominated for either one. So I wonder if she kind of, that kind of hurt herself. Like, It's DiCaprio syndrome. Yeah. 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 Oh, she might it? just go the next step further and yep. keep trying and trying and trying. And yeah. Just up need and... make one movie a year. Which That's is it. funny. Yeah. I, was, I was thinking, um, I was just thinking about this this week. So there's rumors <laughs> that... Um, I guess for years, Christopher Nolan has expressed interest in a Bond movie. And right now... Oh, no way. Right now, oh Bond is in, 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 in a lull. Like, mm-hmm. Daniel Craig still hasn't said if he's going to make another one or not. They want him to. They haven't announced a director. They haven't announced anything. Mm-hmm. And my feeling is they're holding out hope for Christopher Nolan, but he's not going to do anything until Dunkirk comes out. Mm-hmm. So Dunkirk's going to come out, and then fall, winter, somewhere around there... We'll get Jane Bond... <laughs> but here's the but here's where i feel like i so i feel like that's what bond is or mgm's holding out for probably but um i think christopher nolan and i could be wrong about this i feel he's in dicaprio mode right now oh he has huge success except yeah. in the academy awards yeah, yeah. um yep. i mean the academy awards uh so heath ledger won supporting actor for uh Dark Knight, mm-hmm. but it wasn't nominated for Best Picture. And the no. next year, they increased the nominees for Best Picture, and mm-hmm. many people feel it's because of Dark Knight. Um, and he's only been nominated for, I think, three. He's been nominated for uh, Screenplay for Memento, mm-hmm. which, obviously, uh, so good. Screenplay for Inception and Best Picture for Inception. And I don't know how but Inception it, didn't get it. Well, and, and the thing is, he's never been nominated for director. Like, he's mm, never been nominated for How does that happen? And it's like, how he's one of the best directors out there today. And uh, he doesn't pay his union fees. Right. <laughs> something. There's something. You know, an inception, especially. Like, how is that yeah. not nominated for director? I mean, acting, visual, story, oh, everything. Er- so everything. I feel like he might be in DiCaprio mode. I think uh, Interstellar and Dunkirk are yeah. his, like, his last two movies are trying to get award attention. Yeah. Um, well, Dunkirk could. Dunkirk could. Because, you know, Saving Private Ryan. Yeah. Interstellar was kind of doomed because sci-fi movies are usually ignored for the yep, most part. They are. Um, and now with the 10 nominations, sometimes the Best Picture nomination, like the Arrival or uh, District 9 will get thrown out, or Gravity. But it's like, uh, I think he's in DiCaprio mode. Mm-hmm. So yeah. we'll see. We'll see what Bond does. We'll see what Nolan does. Uh, and if ever the two shall meet. I don't it's going to break the curse. That would be cool. I think if uh, he did a Bond movie, that would be like the best way to send off Daniel Craig. I don't want to see him go, but I know he's kind of tired of it. He wants to do more Star Wars Stormtrooper parts. (laughs) 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 Yeah, we'll see. I hear a rumor that Tom Hardy's going to be in as a Stormtrooper. Uh, That's so awesome. We'll see. Only if he does the Bane voice. (laughs) (laughs) That'd be great. 
What a lovely lightsaber. <laughs> um, what do you guys think of Tom Hardy as Venom? How was born? I, I'm not interested in that at all. It's disconnected from the MCU. I think he's a good uh, pick. It's a good, it's, he's, yeah. he's a good actor. I'm kind of so sad. I feel like it's a good yeah. like yeah. 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 yeah, Sony's just, they have a bunch I mean, of dumb so, ideas lately. Is he supposed to be a good guy in this? Are we supposed to be scared of Venom? See, that's you the know, thing. That's the problem I'm Anti-hero, having. I guess. Yeah. I don't know, because I worked for Deadpool. But like, how do you do set they... up a Venom movie without starting out with the symbiote with Spider-Man? True. They're skipping it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. you can't. Same thing they're doing after that. They want to do Black Cat and what? Silver Sable. Silver Sable. Oh, that's And I so just think weird. that's a Black Cat idea. without Spider-Man is not good either. Exactly. You gotta yeah. have the Spidey. Sony yeah. has a lot of odd choices lately. Who else one, do they own? Do one... they have Silver Surfer too? No, no that's Fox. Fox. That's Fox. Man. Um... Their first one was the Emoji Movie, which they announced like a year and a half ago, which is a dumb idea. Who is making these decisions? Then they announced uh, recently that they're going to have these uh, censored, watered-down movies oh, yeah, as a it. bonus feature on digital and Blu-ray. And the actors hate it. So like, like they're taking basically an R-rated Seth Rogen comedy and make it PG. Yeah. Oh. Like and they want to make a PG sausage oh. party. So yeah. it's, it's basically VeggieTales. Yeah. Right. So Seth, <laughs> Seth Rogen hates it. Right. Apparently, I just oh, read today Adam gosh. Sandler just backed and his director and stuff. They just backed out of it. Yep. Yeah. Uh, so, Judd Apatow. Judd Apatow. Yeah. I mean, Sony. it's a terrible idea. Are you yeah. trying to destroy your industry, Sony? <laughs> they, they kind of are. They're like, think, we're tired of making failing. films. Let's make crap. They're, they're just they're <laughs> losing so much money year to year. I think they're just trying to do like quick cash grabs oh, like let's man. just make a we have rights to the spider-man universe let's just make spider-man universe movies my iphone yeah. is filled with stories right now that would blow their minds yeah the thing is like and they're original <laughs> well we've talked about like how uh you know the industry has changed uh since about early 2000s that it's not actor driven anymore it's mm-hmm. uh it's franchise driven it is mm-hmm. and you see them desperately trying to do franchises and some work and some fail like i think the dark universe has a chance because of overseas stuff but they've got to do well in the next movie Mm -hmm. like critically because i think that's that's key but it's like uh you know king arthur failed oh Uh, yeah you know and other franchises like they want to start i mean they i remember reading about king arthur about two years ago and they planned six movies oh man and it's an awesome source material yeah um that i've really never seen a great movie on i've seen decent movies on king arthur but it's like i mean even excalibur in my opinion is is decent but it's like there's never never a great movie to match the source material mm-hmm. have you ever seen the show vikings on history Channel? i didn't is that good it's okay i like it it's fine i can't really get into it mm-hmm. but i mean i feel like if i wanted to see an arthur series that's how i want to see it Mm-hmm. where it's minimal stuff it's very violent mm-hmm. but it's not like as um fantastic costumes it's not game of thrones level costumes right. yeah. and it's more gritty yeah but i feel like they they, they almost remember that heath Ledger movie a knight's tale or something yeah oh yeah where they have like modern music as yeah <laughs> that was i feel wild. like that's what happens with the <laughs> arthur movies yeah yeah you're right you know well, it's like, like uh, come on guys. uh what's his face uh the the lead guy um, Charlie Hunnam. Charlie Hunnam. Like, stop giving him roles. I mean, yeah. he's he's a fine enough actor, but people don't see his movies. No. Yeah. <laughs> and so it's like, how does he keep getting lead roles when he can't make money? I mean, he's been around for like 15 years. Have you, and... You've seen Excalibur, right, with Sean Connery? Yeah. 
mean, look how old King Arthur is in that in that. Well, show. no, no, wait. Excalibur, that wasn't Sean Connery, wasn't it? You're thinking First Night when he was First King Night? Arthur back in the oh, mid-90s. Oh, am I confusing? Oh, you're oh, right, you're right. I'm Richard sorry. Gere. Yeah, I did yeah. confuse no, those. Excalibur's early right. 80s. <laughs> no, you're right, you're right. Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Whoops, sorry about that. I saw First Night in theaters. You did, yeah. Holy crap. Wow. <laughs> I haven't seen it since. Do you remember Robin Hood? Which one? The modern one, the uh, the one the, with the Brian Adams uh, soundtrack. Oh right, right. Oh, yeah, Lord. Kevin Kevin Costner. Kevin Costner, yeah, oh, you know. and uh, yeah, Morgan Freeman. Yeah, yeah. Oh man, that's a great song. Yeah. <laughs> no, great movie. Al Ripken's great in it. Uh, Mary Elizabeth Mastrantonio is the yeah, it's, it was entertaining. American Kevin Costner. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so another, anyway, uh, another two movies I just watched. One's a 2017. Uh, one's not. Um, was the John Wick movies? Oh yeah, I still haven't. I've seen the first one. Right. Loved it. How's the second one? Um, well, I liked it better than the first. I, what? I feel like really? Yeah. Well, I feel like personally. So I when I when it first came out, I'm like, come on, John. I mean, what the heck is John Wick? Why is that the title? And I'm just like, this looks <laughs> it looks mediocre. And then it's just, about his dog or something. Right. Yeah. yeah it gets yeah. rave reviews, and so. Uh, you know, it does well, and, and so they make a second one. I thought the second one looked better. So then I'm like, huh. i got to watch them. There's rumors, of, or not rumors, they're going to make a third one. And apparently that'll be the whole story. And they might even make a spinoff TV show uh, based on the hotel. Oh, yeah. That, okay. Which the hotel's a, the it's best cool. part. It's yeah, so cool. it is. It's a neat little st- idea. But uh, it's this hotel that um, that hitmen and, and villains across the world use. That's yeah. But hmm. once you're on hotel prompt, uh, grounds... You can't conduct business. It's so like a sanctu- like, sanctuary. Yeah, so yeah. people that hate each other will have drinks together. You know, it's kind of cool. Yeah, it's no, very it's cool. Really neat. So, and, it's and a sacred TV ground. show based on that is awesome. And so yeah. in the second movie, you find out that there's a hotel like in every major city. Like, so he's in, oh. he's in Rome and he goes to one of these hotels. How cool is that? And so like, it's huh. it's a neat idea. Um, but I don't know. I sometimes I have an issue with uh, revenge based movies because I'm just like I don't buy into it as much. Mm. Uh, and then. Um, while the action's cool, it, and I can give, I, I'm usually not too upset about unbelievable stuff, mm-hmm. but holy crap, that guy sh- should be dead 10 times over. He gets <laughs> shot, he gets stabbed, and yet he keeps fighting. Yeah. And he falls downstairs, he falls off of like a balcony. He's not like, exhausted at all. He's, he's never, not, yeah. He never eats, drinks. It's ridiculous. <laughs> it's, it goes too far. So they're fun movies, but they're not great, in my yeah. opinion. Never has to uh, use the restroom. Yeah. yeah. The second one, the second one's got uh, of the so far the two movies I think has the best action scene and the best fight scene. He has a really cool fight scene with Common, the rapper. Oh, uh, wow. But yeah. They're I, fun. I haven't seen. I check them out. The TV show should be is a neat idea. Cool. Um, I they haven't announced who's in the third one yet, but Samuel L. Jackson is he wants to be in it, and I'm like a movie like that. Like a dumb shoot 'em up action movie, mm-hmm. and Samuel Jackson wants to be in it. Come on, you Come gotta on. make yeah. that happen. You Can we get to. him a lisp? Yeah. <laughs> oh, right. Yeah. Oh man. Yeah. Like the Kingsman. That was so good. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I just watched both of those. All right. Cool. How about you, Robert? Um, as far as other 2017 movies, that's pretty much it for me. Yeah. Um, I've been catching up on old like 
uh, remasters. I've been catching up on some uh, new and old shows. I know you're watching anything. Twin Peaks right now, the new one, right? That's like a big one for me. And it, it is so cool because it's been 25 years oh, since man. the second season. Holy this moly. is the, only the third season. <laughs> That's crazy. But David Lynch is directing all the episodes, 18 episodes, and he basically just shot it like an 18-hour movie. Oh, wow. So week to week, you might uh, be a little disappointed because certain things don't happen. Uh, but it's very cryptic, very weird. They basically went all out with the weirdness on this one uh, instead of the first two seasons where it's like a little bit of weirdness, but it's like half um, soap opera and half like crime procedural trying oh, to figure wow. out who done it huh. kind of thing. Uh, if you haven't seen the uh, first two seasons, it's very, very good. But you have to watch that before going into the third season because, I mean, even if you've seen those first two seasons, you will be confused. It's, wow. it's hard, David. Yeah, <laughs> it's definitely hard to follow. I've, I've, I've watched the first season. Yeah. And you're like, what? Yeah. And the second season <laughs> gets a little goofier, but oh, they still have more of the surreal, huh. um, uh, the Black Lodge area. Oh, okay. Yeah. Which was my favorite part from the original series. So I'm glad that they, they focus that. a lot of it on this season. Oh, cool. But yeah, uh, I'm I'm really enjoying that, and of course, it's always Silicon Valley. I love Silicon Valley. Oh um, man, uh, Fargo, mm -hmm. Fargo. Those are my main crazy. ones for now. That Fargo scene in the forest. Oh my gosh! With the blood around the uh, yes. stumps. Oh, oh my yeah. gosh! Molded. Yeah. That's so good. Did yeah. you watch this week's episode? Uh yeah. Oh uh, yeah. Yeah. No. So they both have one episode left. Oh um, man. You know what's funny? Breaking Bad. I. Uh, so I didn't. I binged that um, when I started watching it when the final season was live. Okay. So I knew he was becoming this, you know, big bad mm -hmm. guy. And I felt like the second half of, of Breaking Bad was so much better. Like the first half was good, but it was mm -hmm. like, it was like, yeah. bad already. Yeah. And now that, that uh, Jimmy is, is becoming, Jimmy McGill is becoming Saul Goodman. Like I kind of, I kind of have the reverse effect. Like these, really? these past oh, couple yeah, episodes, yeah, yeah. I'm like, Jimmy you don't is, want it to happen. Yeah, no, yeah. Jimmy is such a likable guy. He, he is, feels man. so feel bad, bad for him. him. And now he's just so manipulative. He does with that old woman in this oh, last that episode. <laughs> That's oh. painful, it's man. so awful. And then oh. he feels so bad for Kim. And then yeah. Like her. You know, so she's doing all the right stuff and yet it's just going bad and he's doing all the bad stuff and it's going good and it's like, oh no. You know, so, and then it's, it's interesting what's happening with Chuck. Yeah, uh, <laughs> but I say this so far it's the best season. And I think the I've said it before that chicanery episode where him and Chuck and Jimmy go at it in the loft in the courtroom. I yes, think it was the best was episode of the series so far. Yeah, yes. it's so interesting. So and it was in one. It seemed like it were only one room. Right. It's amazing. Yeah. yeah. Very good. I'm kind of looking forward to him going bad. Yeah. I was. I was. But I guess it was this episode. It just. You know, I'm with him. So I'm with Josh on this because like... I do like him a lot. Yeah, and it, it is. Sorry, I'm sorry to see why he's getting slimy, and it's mm -hmm. almost like he's forced into it because this town's just so hard to live in. <laughs> for him, <sighs> but anyway, for him, yeah, yeah. I haven't had for him. I'm just kidding. <laughs> yeah, I was just, uh, that was just a joke. But uh, yeah. I was trying to blame the town. <laughs> no, I mean I was looking forward to him becoming bad, but I guess it was just. He is likable. So slimy, like in this and manipulative in this last episode. It's like, oh, oh my man, gosh. <laughs> like when he was uh, in last week's episode when he helped that uh, 
other I, not inmate. It's not but, yeah the other uh, service guy came out of that. That was yeah. freaking awesome. Yeah, that was cool. That's high class. Yeah, that was good. Right there. That was good. Uh, Some weeks do you have to like see him turning bad and like it's okay, it's bearable, and then some places this recent one it's just it's hard to watch because you know he's going bad. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. So it's it's kind of you have to take the good with the bad. Well, that, yeah. That poor old lady, all her friends were ignoring her. Oh no. Oh. And she was like, what's going on? The, the chair <laughs> yoga I thought was hilarious. <laughs> chair yoga. Oh, yeah. Oh, no. It's like, that's not going to do anything. Him, yeah, right? Him walking at, at the mall. Uh, giving her oh, the, the shoes. shoes. Oh, oh, my gosh. That was hilarious. And the bingo. Yeah. Oh, jeez. Yeah. And Mike's whole story this season, I think. Yeah, Mike's story is good. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah. they do a lot less of it. Like, you notice that? Like, yeah. I feel like they focus on him less. Um, you just yeah, get no, glimpses. It's good, it's good. Yeah. You guys watching uh, Orange is the New Black this season? I haven't seen it. I've never I, seen it. Oh. I haven't seen any since season three. It's, uh, <laughs> it's This season's definitely better. Uh, it's definitely, uh, it's not as uh, rough to watch, I'd say. Mm-hmm. There's like a prison riot going on, so it's pretty interesting. My wife's really into it. I kind of phase in and out of it. And then I'm watching American Gods. Which oh yeah, you were telling me about that. Yeah, crazy gross. By the way, <laughs> <laughs> it's calming down now, <laughs> but it's kind of a cool concept. It's like the old gods, like the Norse gods and the Roman gods. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they've like reinvented themselves. Like huh. there's a there's there's a there's one called Mister Wednesday, and if you do your what? research, Wednesday in Old English, well, it translates to Odin, but it's kind of interesting. I kind of mm. knew it because there's two birds falling in everywhere. I'm like, oh, that's a human machine, right? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. yeah, but it's interesting. It's kind of, it's there's there's an episode that really impressed me. I think it's the third episode. It's really interesting. Very cool perspective, and then the the episode right after is really good. Mm. But the the first two were like, oh man, I don't know if I can watch all this. It's kind of <laughs> rough to watch. Yeah. Almost hurts your soul. That first episode oh. does. There's yeah. a scene in there you're just like, that's gross. I've heard about it. Yeah. What the it. heck? Who yeah, thought that up? They need to go to a hospital. Right. <laughs> <laughs> but I guess it's on, based on a book, so yeah, I don't, a, I don't know. I ho- I'm probably offending the author, but right. oh well. I don't well, care. Um, so another 2017 show, even though this was early 2017, mm-hmm. um, and we haven't talked about it even though we've talked about it, we said we are going to talk about it, was uh, Sherlock Season 4. Oh, yeah. So, uh, Robert, I know I you, really liked it. I know you don't watch BBC stuff. I've got three episodes in. <laughs> so you watched some of it? Yeah. What do yeah. you think? It's all right. So I feel like you would like it. Like I felt like, because it's critically acclaimed, and so usually your critics on. I just didn't like the first season, really. Yeah. The second season, it started growing on me. I Third think season, really growing. Now, this new season, you said you didn't like, right? I, it was my least favorite, but it's yeah. still good. Like I, I liked it show. a lot. That's um, funny. Yeah, the, the twist is freaking awesome. Yeah, But it is. you don't yeah. see it coming at all. It and, was kind of uh, shocking. I've read... I read all the uh, original stories, um, and it's cool because they, the show like modernizes it, but they also like they pay homage not, to they it. They pay a homage bit, to yeah. it, but they're like new stories. They're and not so, based on yeah, yeah. yeah I got you. Um, especially the one so, with the dog. Which one's that? <laughs> you know, the, the, the hound. I'm sorry. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it's it's similar. It's to similar, the yeah. Story, but yeah, uh, no, it's good. I think season two is the best. I think the end of season two, the, the last episode, it peaked. Uh, well, the Christmas episode was really good. I that was fun. Yeah. I mean, I mean, I liked everything. Uh, season three, you've ha- you got uh, Lars Mil- Mikkelsen, is, uh, Mads' brother, mm-hmm. is one really? of the villains, and he's excellent. He's funny. Yeah. <laughs> he's, I mean, he's just like his brother. Like he's he's a very good actor. Even though it's the only thing I've ever seen him in, but he's excellent in it. Um, yeah, this new season has what 
Toby Jones is one of the villains. Um, it's always good. Yeah. Yeah, he's super creepy. It's got uh, a dominatrix. Yeah. <laughs> too. Yeah, no, I, I, I love that shit. Dominant. And so season four was good, but it wasn't. And for me, it's funny. You liked it probably the best, and it was probably my least favorite. Yeah, it was weird. I don't but, know. I didn't expect that. And I felt like they wrapped it up well. Um, it's been like two years between every season, and um, I was just reading this week that they've been talking about it, and, and they're saying they're not saying season five will never happen, but it'll probably be several years down the road. And I feel like it was it ended in a good way because the past couple seasons, and I've watched it since the beginning. The past couple seasons have been just cliffhangers that you have to wait two years for that are just as painful because it's like, what the crap just happened? And uh, yeah. Well, and so, I forget that they're short. I, I, I don't know if I texted you right, wrong or not. But yeah, you thought you were on season one. Yeah. It was like season three. It was so <laughs> funny. It's like four episodes, six episodes. Three episodes. You know, I have like wow. three episodes a season. I have three devices that we watch Netflix on, and depending on what the kids have seen, mm-hmm. if they're watching YouTube, I use the Apple. It mm-hmm. just rolls. Mm-hmm. It doesn't ask me if I want to watch the next one. It'll just go to the end. Right. So, so no I idea. had like, no idea. Like, two years I'm like, gosh, that. these so things are the so long. One, <laughs> you said you've seen three. The end of season one is the swimming pool. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you had to wait two years. Oh, that drive me nuts. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I already had to do that with Venture Brothers, and that drives yeah, me crazy. Oh, yeah, I mean, me too. Well, and the way the way season two ends is, the, is um, just it's awesome. what in the world? What and, just happened? Uh, that was one of my favorite episodes of any show, period. Like Pretty that, good. That episode is so good. Well, then I'm talking to you about it, and I'm completely confused because I'm like, wait, that happened the first season. No. Because <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know it was three, se- three episodes. Well, they flow. They flow. They you know? do. Uh, yeah. I mean, Cumberbatch and Freeman are just really good in that. They are. They're fun. He, they're fun. They're funny. Mm-hmm. I, like, yeah. I like both of those actors so much. And it just, the these three episodes that I've seen, it just bothers me uh, that, Sherlock is so unlikable. He is, but he yeah. gets better, okay, especially good. especially in that newest in the in season four. Okay, I, I feel like I don't know. I feel like I, either I'm really used to him. Too. That really bothered you. It's too. like a, well, I think it's because my boss was kind of like uh, that. He's so, <laughs> hyper observant and, and that's funny. Talks a lot because we're uh, <laughs> yeah. <go ahead. laughs> but um, uh, what I like about him, I feel like he's more he's less in his head palace or whatever. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Mind Palace, and he's he, he he's working through things, but it's not constant. Mm-hmm. It's well balanced, and um, there's still some quirkiness, but it's mm-hmm. not it's not overkill. It's not okay. there's it's not like that first season where they're right. trying to figure out who they are. Yeah. Well, and I, f- I feel like yeah. we had this conversation James and I before uh, back I guess January February this, when the season came out. It's like um, <clears throat> you know he didn't like apparently you don't either Sherlock season one. Cause he's a jerk and he is yeah but for me i i had that same feeling with with uh and still do with tony stark oh sure oh yeah. i don't i i think he's a terrible character like well he's a it's a, it's a good character but I, he's a terrible person i don't like him <laughs> <laughs> and uh and yeah that's funny like because well, you guys don't feel that way right and yeah and, and uh you know that that sherlock doesn't even have an addiction issue you know in the book he was what addicted to cocaine okay or is it opioids? It, it's opium, and and they don't go to, into it as much in the book as you would think, as mm-hmm. some people have said. Mm-hmm. Um, but they kind of do. 
in yeah. in the show. Well, now they have he has the nicotine patches. Don't oh yeah, well, yeah. But, but <laughs> his like, whole arm's covered with them. You, 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 you probably don't remember apparently, but oh. season three and season four, there's there's drug issues. There is. I don't remember that. Yeah, there is. Really? <laughs> yeah. How do I not remember this? Uh, I yeah. know. Oh well, is that the the wedding? One when he goes crazy, I thought it was he drinking. No, because no, he's no. There's it's uh it's heroin. It's heroin. Yeah. Why don't I remember that? Yeah. So they go into. Do they show him doing it, or is it just like they talk about? Well, he's in a freaking uh, the one episode in season three. He's in a um crack house. A crack house. Oh yes, that's right. (laughs) Right, and then like. But see, you never know if he if he's there just doing no, but he is being him. Yeah, no, he is because because he's investigating a couple different times. Oh. There's another episode that he gets high on, and, and and his brother's pissed at him because he's just like you can't, you know. What? Give me a list of. He's like, give me a list of everything you took, because he oh, yeah. used that stuff to get into his mind palace. Oh, I thought mm-hmm. he was. Oh, okay, I get it now. Yeah. Okay, I thought he was taking like, I, I don't know. For some reason, I thought he was taking like some pharmaceutical meds, not no, not heroin. No. I didn't catch the heroin. Well, well, they don't actually say it, like because I think he was taking nootropics, you know, right? Because. With the nicotine patches? Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I'm like, oh, this dude's just getting, like, pharmaceuticals from India or something, you know? Yeah. I didn't realize it was – I mean, I thought he was just in the crack house because right. he had to be there to get into that mindset. There was that. But, uh, there was that. But there I didn't was think he was there yeah. doing stuff. Yeah. Because so, of the nicotine patches. That threw me off. I'm like, oh, great. They churched him up. That's, That's what I thought. They churched him up. Nicotine well, patches. You know, I was reading this week when they were talking about that as you said, he's more likable in this yeah, four season, and and that they almost looked at this these four seasons as like the first part, and they'll do stuff years down the road, uh, and and making him more likable was part of their their mm-hmm. their plan from the beginning, mm-hmm. and that from here on out, like if they do more, he'll be like I mean, he's still he'll jerk, be more, and yeah, but he'll be more of a person, you know, like they really challenged it, and especially that last episode, uh, all that stuff he had to go through those like things and so it's like he'll never have a girlfriend though no (laughs) (laughs) he can't so yeah it'd be interesting i mean has said in the past that he would love to do this even in the old age and do the beekeeping stage. Oh, that'd be cool. Which I think that'd be cool. They kept this going for decades, you know, but only like a little bit at a time. Oh, that would be you know, cool. Maybe not do another show for like 10 years. Like, wow. it could be cool. That would be cool. So that's wow. too much on that now. Anyways, so. no, I think that was good. <laughs> it's, we've been talking about that for a while. Yeah. And we didn't talk I about it on there. Whole show on that. That's cool. We could. That actually reminded me that I haven't even started on the new season of, uh, uh, House of Cards. Oh, I have. Yeah. And how? How was it? Um, man, that show's like it's too grown up for me, man. <laughs> I mean, it's good. It's good. It's pretty good. I mean, it's, they're it's they're kind evil. Of wobbly sometimes. There's a lot of well, they have a lot of. I mean, it's definitely mirroring the most recent election for oh, sure. Okay. But it's pretty pretty crazy. I mean the. I mean, right now, what's going on? There's a lot of it's intense. There's a terrorist. It's, possible terrorist attack but we don't know if it's real or not i kind of kind of stopped to watch orange for now but um that's where i left off i think i'm on episode four or five mm. see david fincher has another netflix show coming out oh what it's is called it? mind hunters oh i did yes. see that yeah yeah it's like a psychological kind of like a true detective type deal oh like. cool i so. i saw the the trailer oh you did very interesting in that they they put it up like what february hmm. and they and somebody asked like so what's going on with this? What's right. happening? 
And I think we just finally got an update. Like, yeah, they finally, finally have a release date. Yeah. They do. I think it's October. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. And Netflix does this. Like, they'll they'll have, like, a trailer. Like, that's Will Smith, like, fantasy bunny cop. No, that one looks. That one looks really good. So it's a no, it's bloody like, cup it's, bed. So like it's, <laughs> yeah, it's, it's basically a uh, a world with like um, uh, like uh, orcs and goblins and stuff it, like that. It's but very interesting. Yeah, but it's modern day, and yeah. so and it's not a buddy cop's wrong, because uh, that makes it sound like a funny thing. But yeah. it's like a fantasy, but it's set in like like a gritty city, and so it doesn't feel like a fantasy. But he's a cop, and his partner is an orc. Really? Yeah, yeah. it's pretty interesting. It could be pretty cool. Uh, it looks like, you know, where Will Smith can actually be a good Will Smith, not like a, you know, what he's been the past decade. Well, have you guys seen this Wyona Earp? I hear that's good. I've heard of it. That's yeah. like a sci-fi channel show, right? I, I don't know. That kind of usually just checks me out on right there. Let's see. There's another show that people were digging and I, I walked, Jackie and I got into it and it was terrible. It's about suicide. It's a Netflix special. And I can't remember the name of it. The Thirteen Reasons Why. Thirteen Reasons. That show was yeah. Terrible. I was just looking at it. Bright. Right. I saw the trailer and I didn't even recognize what you were talking about. Yeah, I yeah. was like, yeah. And they had that trailer. What? Yeah, a while ago. March. It doesn't come out till Christmas. Yeah, yeah it was crazy. Yeah. And it looks good. I think. Oh. Yeah. Thirteen Reasons Why. I've heard very mixed things on that. I, I haven't don't seen like it, it man. Yet, but some people love it, and some people say it's just stupid. You know what it is? I figured it out. What? They basically reinvented, uh, what is that? Housewives. Oh crap! It was very popular. Desperate Housewives. Desperate Housewives. They've you taken that teens? and they've reinvented it for teens. because oh. it's basically the person has committed suicide already, and she's narrating it all. You know, it's like give me a break. That sounds kind of obnoxious yeah. to me. <laughs> it it is. Yeah. Um, this I, is this looks funny. I don't want to watch <laughs> Mindhorn. Yeah. Uh, I don't want to watch their two reasons why, but I really good. like. Um, really love the uh not the creator but he's kind of like the overseer kind of like david fincher's house of cards he directs some episodes but not well, some. and it's very his well is, done yeah his name yeah. is tom mccarthy uh he most recently did spotlight which was an excellent movie but he did uh, oh yeah he did mm-hmm. uh, like the visitor the station agent you guys seen these mm-hmm. oh man the, the oh. visitor i might have seen station Richard. agent i haven't all right so his first movie was station agent which uh it's one of the first lead roles for uh peter dinklage this was like 15 years ago Mm. and this was before elf this was before like he was known and he's the lead and it's a fantastic film uh let's see the visitor with richard jenkins um it's about uh what's it called uh deportation like people Mm. get deported and stuff i love that film uh that's probably my favorite of his there's another one i missed there's win-win with Paul Giamatti, a wrestling movie. That I was really fun. like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I can't think. I'm missing one. He also co-wrote Up for Pixar. Oh, no way. Um, he oh. was actually, he was an actor for years. Um, what's the other one? Well, I guess that was it. Uh, he also did The Cobbler, which people hated, with Adam Sandler. Oh, yeah. Uh, that movie was terrible, I didn't, I didn't by the way. I didn't mind it, but... Come on. It was definitely <laughs> his weak film. Especially the very end. It was, yeah. Oh, my God. It was his well, weak film. And I never want to see Adam Sandler in High Yields. Yeah. Now, have you guys seen his newest one though? This Andy, what is it? Andy Wexler. My or dad watches Sand- those. What is it? What is it? What is I, it? I get bits and pieces of it, but I that one it sound, it's just obnoxious. no. Just fast forward it to the very end. The mm-hmm. prank calls with Mike Judge as Beavis and Butthead is hilarious. <laughs> that scene is the that is the best scene of the whole movie. I mean, the movie's actually pretty good. I'll say it. 
Really? Yeah. There's one slow part in it where I'm like, eh, get my phone out, play. And then, you know, the end is there. It's not very long. Well, but there's some funny things in it. Apparently, Adam Sandler's going to be in a Noah Baumbach film that he's already getting, like, possible, like, oh, yeah, Oscar. I hear, yeah, I hear it's a yeah. good performance or so, something. So, uh, yeah. what the, the Meyerowitz stories, Andy Meyerowitz, or what is, what is his character's name, I think. Oh, Danny Meyerowitz. Very good director. I've never seen any of his films. Can you believe it? Huh. Uh, Francis Ha, I saw, it's probably saw on Netflix. It's really good. Um... Squid in the Wheel is supposed to be a great. Squid in the Wheel. That. That's the one I've never seen. Yeah, I never huh. saw that. Greenberg, um, While We're Young. While We're Young looks decent. I saw previews of that. The one with Ben Stiller. Of it. While We're Young. Him and Naomi Watts and Adam Driver. No. Oh, Greenberg. Greenberg. Okay. That one I liked. I liked a lot. Yeah, I never saw any of his stuff. I mean, I know he's a Wes Anderson guy, and I like Wes Anderson films, and they co-wrote like a couple together, but. Life Aquatic. Life Aquatic. Yeah, that's, that's one of my favorites. Yeah. Yeah. Love that. Um. But yeah. Cool. You guys into anime much? A little bit. I'm really, really digging One Punch Man. Really? It's hilarious. Um, it reminds me a little bit of Venture Brothers, kind of. Mm-hmm. But you know, this is a. It's about a guy, Josh, who worked out so hard and trained so hard, all his hair fell out. I gotta appreciate that, <laughs> especially as a bald man. And my kids love it. They're like, "Oh, it's Cartoon Daddy." Cartoon Daddy. <laughs> this is great without a beard. But anyway, uh, no, it's pretty good. It's pretty violent though. Um, they do have it. You can catch it on um, Cartoon Network too, and with English. But on Netflix, I think it's subtitles. But it's still good. Oh. I really love, and a friend really recommended it to me. Um, was um, Attack on Attack on Titan? That's one of those I've had recommendations for years, Dude, and I still haven't seen it. It's so good. If they would Americanize that into a movie, oh man, it would be big. Mm-hmm. It's just kind of freaky. It's kind of gross, actually. <laughs> it's really gross <laughs> but it's good the stories are really good so cool. those are some animes i like and then you guys like documentaries at all um the occasional really. one the occasional one um i like the curse of the man who sees ta- uh ufos and mm-hmm. it, i i have an obsession with ufos but it's it's yes, not because of the ufos that i like this movie it's the dude he's hilarious <laughs> he's just an amazing guy and it, you guys have to see it it's funny and, 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 and <laughs> The cover's even pretty. It's not animated at all, but I watched that whole thing, and it got to a certain point where Jackie started watching it. We had to start it over so she could watch it. That's funny. She actually, and she doesn't like that kind of thing. We had a good time with that one. It's pretty funny. Little sidebar story here. So I work at a chiropractor office, and there was a patient. HIPAA prevents me from telling you too much about this guy. Sure, sure. But he's in his 60s. He's really well off, really successful guy. But you would never see know it by looking at him. He was a hippie <laughs> through and through. He's like, "What's up, man?" You know, like, like he told us about this Thai restaurant. He's like, "It will oh, change nice. your life, dude." <laughs> it's really it's Thai tip. It's awesome. Really good. If you like Thai food, cool. <laughs> anyway, so uh, <laughs> so um, for those you don't know, and you guys probably do, uh, just a week or two ago in Albuquerque, we had uh, Jeff Bridges and yep. T Bone Burnett yep. came in and did like it was over the weekend. Um, yeah. Yeah. And uh, T-Bone Burnett is a uh, music guy. Like, he mm-hmm. did the music for a lot of Coen Brother movies. He won an Academy Award for the music for A Brother Where Art Thou. A True um, Detective, I believe. Yeah. yeah. Bunch uh, of, bunch he, of does, them. he does a great job, like, putting together soundtracks. Like, doing I think they were like down that. at the Chemo or maybe the Kiva. I get those confused. Uh, yeah. Anyways, <laughs> so this guy grew up, not grew up, he's known T-Bone Burnett for 40 years. Whoa. And, like, you 
years ago when they were both like just kind of struggling musicians, T-Bone Burnett actually lived at this guy's house for a bit. That's a trip. Um, That's so, so cool. So he was there and he was hanging out with, with uh, T-Bone and he called him Bone and just like, you know, Bone and, and, and Jeff Bridges. That and, is so you know, awesome. After the thing, they went to the hotel bar and they got wasted and they went out and got stoned. And then they went to Rock and Brews, that place that Kiss what? owns. Yeah, 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 that's just down the street. He, he showed me a video of this. They just bust out guitars and start singing and playing at Rock and Brews. Like, How awesome is like, that? Like even man? on a microphone, they got what? a microphone and stuff. And so, like, if you were at that's Rock and Brews at that time, you would have seen Jeff Bridges and T Bone Burnett rocking out. Anyways. Oh my uh, gosh. And this guy's definition, he goes, and I've heard this before, but it's so funny from a firsthand view. He goes, Jeff Bridges is the dude. Like, is he, he, he that's it, that's the character. Is that how he is? That's no, what I hear. That's what I hear. That is so like awesome. That. He is just like that. Like you know, I one of the first things movie, Jeff Bridges says to him is something like, "I forget the term because I'm not, I'm not hip with the uh, the Lebowski ish. No, with, with, with the drug oh. lingo. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> but basically, like I think he said, "Are you carrying?" Like, "Are you carrying, man?" Is the first thing Jeff Bridges <laughs> says to him. You know, let's know if he's got weed. <laughs> And so, uh, oh, man. yeah, he said he's just like the dude, you know, so awesome. just a little smarter and a little, he, he might not shower as much as the, or he might shower a little bit more than the dude, but maybe not, not as, as much, but like, oh, man. <laughs> he looks cleaner. Uh, but yeah, even, I, I guess, I don't know if it's for a role or whatever, but right now his hair is long, got a big, you know, big old beard and stuff like that. So big yeah, too, so probably. a little story, man. That's kind of fun. How cool is that, man? Yeah. What a small town. Yeah. I mean, world. Cool. world. <laughs> and town. And town. <laughs> That's so cool. I wish I knew when this stuff happened because that I would have been awesome just to be there and then you just see Jeff Bridges go up on stage. That oh, I know. Cool. Yeah. Cool. Well, I, I saw pictures on Facebook of one of my friends like hanging with these guys. I'm like, what the heck? Where is this? Yeah, right. What is going on? Where was my invite? Yeah. <laughs> you know, I mean, they had a billboard up about it. They did. Uh, yeah. They did. There was actually a Facebook event near I me. I think we were actually here doing a podcast. It was that, oh, was it that night? We I think so. I thought it was the next day. <laughs> was it the next day? Oh, we, it might have been. It might, it might have been, have been that know. night because it was a Saturday night. We did it on Friday. We did it on Friday. Yeah, yeah, so it was that Saturday after. Yeah. Dang okay. it. Anyway. Yeah. Oh, well. You guys excited for any movies coming out or shows? Baby Driver. Baby Driver, Baby Driver of course. Um, Game oh. of Thrones. Oh, yeah. It's going to be short, though. And I know. It's saw that. Like six seven, episodes. Six or seven. And they, they moved it up to July, right? Instead of October. Yeah. So pretty much after all the current shows they're watching ends, we'll have a couple weeks, and then that'll start up. Um, but it's really going to be about movies in July. Yeah. Because it's like one after the other, just nonstop. Homecoming. Homecoming, Planet of the Apes, Apes, Dunkirk, possibly Valerian. Dang. Yeah. I want to see Dark Tower. Dark books. Tower. Mm-hmm. Um, Atomic Blonde. Atomic Blonde looks Hopefully. fun. That does look cool. fun, actually. That looks fun, man. Um, yeah. Wow. But yeah, there's there's a lot coming out. It's just and what man, we're not too far. We're not too far from the defenders, right? When oh yeah, August. yeah, that's August. Yeah, and that's, that's so be weird. Oh, <laughs> yeah, it will. Yeah, it will. let's see how they are as a team. Yeah, maybe they can bring him up to speed, even though he's the weakest link. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but in behind fist. <laughs> but you know what? In the previews, <laughs> in the previews, they kind of look at him as this like. Kind of an outcast. Like yeah. He's kind of the douche of the group. Like, maybe that's you know, supposed to be. Maybe, it is, maybe it's supposed to be that way. Yeah. I mean, how genius would that be? Because he's kind of a jerk, like his character. Uh, you know, like yeah. you think about it, like he's yeah. a spoiled rich kid, even yes. though he hasn't been rich in a long time, you know? Sure. Uh, That'd be kind of funny if they did that. Yeah. yeah. Or, you know what? They could put him in the OA season two. <laughs> and I'd be fine with it. 
<laughs> that comes out this year, right? Or is that next no, year? I don't know. Oh, one more. I saw uh, a Netflix original movie, uh, War Machine, with Brad Pitt. War Machine. How is it? So it yeah, got, it got yeah. bad reviews, and it, it, uh, I don't think it got very good ratings. Like I totally forgot about it. Because it came out like yeah. a, in end of May. And had a, like a $60 million budget. And Netflix doesn't release its, its things, but it, it, I, don't, I don't think it's been a hit. Um, it was funny. I liked it. It was funny. Like Brad, oh, Pitt, okay. Brad Pitt, when he does his quirky stuff, I mean, when he's quirky, he's at his best. I mean, you think all the way back to like 12 Monkeys and Snatch and, you know, like. Fight Club. What? Fight Club. Fight Club, but yeah, he's not as quirky in that. Like, I think he's I'm, a little quirky. I'm like full on quirk. Like, like Burn even, After Reading. Burn After oh, Reading. Yeah. Like, oh, I, like that I kind of quirk. Him with him. Oh, and so he's like, I, I remember from the preview, I'm like, well, this just looks like his character from Glorious Bastards, but it's not at all. Oh, his really? voice is kind of similar, but it's not at all. Like, they show him, apparently, his character runs seven miles every day. And when he his run is hilarious. <laughs> uh, it's, oh man. I, you can huh. watch that movie just for him, and it's funny. I'll check um, it out. It's slow, um, and it's it, the kind of humor it is. I can see how a lot of people aren't into it, but I like it. I think it's smart and, uh, yeah, fun. Huh. Um, well-written and well-acted. Anthony Michael Hall is funny. But no Don Cheadle. No Don Cheadle? <laughs> it's got a lot of what? small, it's got a lot of big celebrities and small parts. Um, like Tilda Swinton's got a small scene. Russell Crowe has a scene where he doesn't even speak. Uh, but it's what funny. the heck? Uh, actually, I didn't even know it was him. At, well, okay, I saw on IMDb that he was going to be in it, an mm-hmm. uncredited role, and it's not until the very end. And I'm like, I don't think I would have known that was him. And I'm a huge Russell Crowe fan, but I was like, I wouldn't, I didn't even know. Like, and he doesn't say a word, but it's it's a very funny part. Uh, yeah, Scoop McNair huh. in it. I like Scoop. He's always good. He's always good. Have you seen Monsters? Monsters. The uh, Patty Jenkins. No, uh, Monsters no. Inc. No, oh. uh, <laughs> Monsters. I I know I talked to James about this. I can't know. I don't remember. I talked about it on a uh, podcast. But so Gareth, <sighs> Gareth Edwards, Edwards, who directed Rogue One and Godzilla. This was his first movie, and it's before Scoot McNary was known. Oh, you were telling me about this. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And it's it's on Netflix right now. Appa- apparently, there's a sequel that Gareth Edwards just produced, and apparently, it's terrible. But man, it is a solid movie. I was just thinking about that. With I mean. Scoot's the lead, and um, uh, Gareth Edwards is a great director, and it, it was a really small budget, and it's like a monster movie, an alien monster movie, kind of like a Godzilla type thing, but mm-hmm. with a low budget, and yet, so you don't see the monsters much. Or hardly just, at all, right? Yeah, hardly I at all. I think I have seen this. super well done. Uh, yeah. It, it, super well done. This has been out a while, though, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah, like, I think I've seen what, this. What, 2010 or something? Yeah. Um, I think, actually, I saw this on Sci-Fi. Is what yeah. I think no, I it's cool. It, the, and the aliens are cool. And it's it's like, it's cool because you don't necessarily need the aliens or monsters in a monster movie. Like, it's just the... It's kind of what's happening the around them. Yeah, it yeah. almost has a District 9 kind of feel. Mm-hmm. Less violent, less action. More but, drama. Yeah, more drama. But the idea of this is our society and we live with it, mm. you know? When people um, go out to fight and they, de- and they don't come back. Right. <laughs> yeah, that's a fun movie. Cool. So, I think right that's on. it. Yeah, that's pretty good. I, I don't know what what are we what are we gonna do next. Probably, should we wait for Spider Man? Maybe we should. Yeah, Spider Man would be good. Two July weeks. 7th. Yep. Yeah, that's, oh, that's like almost a month. That's crazy. There's gotta be something else coming. Tonight, Cars Three. <laughs> well, we'll go see Cars Three. We'll give a review. It's terrible. I don't know. That's, yeah, this, that was too preemptive. I, I'm I may or may not just because my wife's still out of town and. I've got time to kill. I may or may not try um, 
Pirates of the Caribbean. Oh, okay. But I don't really know. I she doesn't want to see Pirates. Box set, you know? Yeah. Oh, box set. So, yeah, heard, all together, so have you heard about this book of Henry? I heard it has a really weird twist ending, well, but the, I don't know what it is. It's not a twist ending. It's in the trailer. And the trailer starts off as one thing, and then it becomes something else. And apparently that's the problem with the movie. People are complaining that this movie is can't decide what it's going to be. Is it a coming-of-age family film, or is it this like mystery thriller? Yeah. And, uh, and even the trailer was like, what? It was kind of interesting. But the big news behind it is it's getting terrible reviews. And the director is Colin Trevorrow, who's lined up to direct it. Episode nine of Star Wars. Oh yeah. man! And some people are wondering, will he get fired oh. from Star Wars because of this? So his first movie is Safety Not Guaranteed, which I love. Mm-hmm. It's a good movie. It has it's a, a good very movie. good movie. And then his second one was Jurassic World, which even though it's I, fun, it was fun. It's a good movie. Yeah. But you know what? And I, I went into it wanting to like Colin Trevorrow because I liked Safety Not Guaranteed. Mm-hmm. And they had, I think there was either he always already rumored for episode nine or they already announced it before Jurassic World something like that it was around the same time and I thought the directing was terrible in Jurassic World <laughs> Jurassic World is a good movie but the directing's bad yeah you know I can I mean? see that it, they could have what was that director of Fantastic Four he was lined up to Josh do Trank, yeah. one of the anthology movies right. and they kind of had to fire him right uh, and that's what they're talking about they're, yeah. they're relating it they call it to Trank himself is what the saying is now <laughs> because of Josh Trank. But it's like, <laughs> it's like, I don't know. Like, got tricked. Oh man. I, I trust, I trusted JJ Abrams. I trust Ryan Johnson. Yeah. I don't know if I trust Colin Trevor. I mean, safety not guaranteed is great, just, but that's not a Star J- Wars film. <laughs> just bring JJ back. Why, why, why can't yeah. you do that? Yeah. I don't what, know. what is he up to? Yeah. What is his next? Uh, I, guess, I don't know. And he don't produces know. a lot of stuff. He does. He doesn't really direct as much. Right. Isn't he producing Twin Peaks? No, no, no. I thought I saw something like There's that. There's TV shows he produces, but oh, uh, which speaking of Twin Peaks, the most insane Michael Sarah cameo. Really? Yeah. Hmm. yeah. Oh, that's gotta be interesting. Yeah. If you watch, if you just start with this season, like I said, that's not a good idea. Uh, at least watch his part because it makes absolutely zero sense. He was funny how. Michael Sarah was first, and then Jesse Eisenberg was the poor man Michael Sarah, and now it's like reverse. It's like Michael Sarah is the poor man's Jesse Eisenberg. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was yeah. thinking that the whole time I first saw Zombieland, I was like, they could have just gotten Michael Sarah; it would have been so much better. And now it's totally reversed. Totally it reversed. is, yeah. yeah, right. Yeah. Except he was a good Robin in Lego Batman. Well, it's just a voice, but yeah, he was perfect. That was one of the best casting. I mean, Will Arnett's great, but no, him as Robin was hilarious. Okay, I just... the little uh, wiener in Sausage Party. I liked him a lot too. <laughs> I haven't seen that. Yet. <laughs> so I was just looking it up. He looks like he's got God Particle coming out Which and is Mission another, Impossible uh, Six. He produces that. Oh, he's producing. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. No, I like the Mission Impossible movies, so I'm, I got those are fun. I think they've gotten better. Oh, they yeah. have. Yeah. The last two are so God Particle. Good. You were gonna say God is Particle another, is uh, a Cloverfield movie, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, which he's producing, and that this one's set now, in space. Well, and let me tell you, I know JJ. He loves parallel universes, and I can tell you right now, that's where God Particle is gonna end up. I just have a, I just know him. What in it, Lost? Oh, well, no, no, oh. in, in in space actually. No, it is. Yeah. It's set in space and it's in the Cloverfield universe. Yeah, yeah. yeah so. But it's going to open up a parallel universe. Oh, I'm just I telling you, that's where he's going. Because that's what he did in Lost. Okay. And that's what he did in Felicity. Yeah. <laughs> that's what he did. And that's what Fringe yeah. is about. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's going to yeah. happen. It's going to happen, right? <laughs> well, and it's like, I mean, you think about well, it. Star Trek, it happened too. Oh, no, you're right. It did. You're holding <laughs> yeah. exactly right. Theme. Um, good, good call. Um, I mean, 10 Cloverfield Lane. <laughs> 
is in the same universe, but yet it's very different. Right? It is. It is very so different. So I bet you're right. It's parallel, uh, parallel universe. Which things got to go that way. I love Ten Cloverfield Lane. It, it was so good. good. So I mean, Mary Elizabeth Winstead with that Scott Pilgrim and Fargo, she's awesome. She's into me. Yeah. yeah. No, I'm with you, man. She's yes. Such a good actress. Yeah. There's apparently a movie. Uh, it was before Ten Cloverfield Lane, but after Scott Pilgrim, uh, I can't remember what it's called. But it's got her and Aaron Paul, and they're both alcoholics. And apparently, I have it. I have it. What she's is supposed it called? to be great in that. Have you it seen is. It? it is. Yeah. Gosh, what, what is that? Called? What is that called? I gotta look it up. It, it's it's a term for like being really drunk, but it's not loaded. It's like it's not uh, stoned. What's the, the smashed. smashed? Smashed. Yeah, she's supposed to be awesome in that. Huh? She is, and you kind of hate Aaron Paul. You like oh, him really? at the beginning, but then you're like, come on, dude. Come on. Man. He kind of turns into a scumbag a little bit. But he is a good actor. Yeah. So, uh, in the Dark Tower books, um, but not the first book, and he, and it's not, even though this the movie is going to be more than one book, uh, this character, there's two main characters that aren't going to be in the movie yet, but they're hoping, I guess, when they make a, if it makes money, and they're going to, they want to make a TV show, they want to make, movies so mm-hmm. if the franchise picks up there's a character that's basically jesse pinkman but the books <laughs> were written before breaking bad yeah, yeah. <laughs> and uh aaron paul has lobbied for the role which personally i mean he is great as jesse pinkman. yeah he i is. mean he, the all the different levels of that character and you know like to being a total jerk to being like a loser to being you feel for him and like oh he he plays it perfectly but I would be afraid of being typecast. Like, you really want the same role? Like, yeah. If I'm, if I'm the filmmakers, even though he's great, I wouldn't cast him. Because then everyone's going to be thinking Pinkman the whole time. Yeah, I'm, you know? I, I kind of see where you're going. But yeah, then you end up uh, with the Doogie Howser syndrome. Right. And look how long it took him to break that. It took him yeah, a long time. It did. I think it took Undercover Brother for him to break that. <laughs> Undercover Brother. <laughs> Starship Troopers was a start. Yeah. And then, of course, you know, How Much Your Mother really broke it for him. I was going to say Harold and Kumar, but okay. Yeah, oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, there's that, too. You're right. Yeah. You're right. I forgot about that. All right. Cool, cool man. Well, real December done. Yeah, we can wrap this up. 